The Captain Talk Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez. And this is where we talk flicks. I welcome the podcast, the podcast from me, the Captain. Talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks. Anything you see on the two-boy screen, I like to get out here and give my unique perspective. Because after 44 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks. I like getting a tell you about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Liberia, Puerto Rico, Sierra Leone. Now, Puerto Rico, I see you guys out there. Maybe someday you guys can become the first 51st state of the United States of America. You're pretty cool. I know there's talks about it this week on some of the shows I watch. Say, so, hey, maybe we'll bring in. And the question is this. Do you, do you guys even want to come in? Maybe you guys don't even want to join the United States. Has anyone considered that? Now, I don't personally feel that way. But we'd welcome you. It'd be cool to have you guys as our brothers and sisters of state, right? But anyways, big shout out to you. You guys are a lovely place. Lovely cuisine. Lovely ladies out there. Also Liberia. Sierra Leone as well. Beautiful places. Beautiful ladies. Beautiful food. Beautiful cuisine. Beautiful everything. So thanks, thanks, for, thanks for checking out the podcast. And just FYI. Back in the day, I went to school to be a radio DJ, but I never got a job. Maybe I have the desire. I didn't have the will. Maybe I just didn't have the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> I might not have had them. Maybe I kept telling myself, you're not good enough to be a radio DJ. I had, I had bad self-talk. I don't know who knows. It doesn't matter. I never became one. But now in 2020, I do podcasts. And it's been said, I may be the greatest podcaster in the multiverse. Subject to debate. You may believe it, you may not. But it doesn't matter, because I believe it. That's all that matters. <laughs> so anyways, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I could ramble quite a bit here, but I won't. Let's get into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we are still in the zone of Rona. I hate to even be saying this in November of 2020. I thought for sure it'd be done. But it's not, unfortunately. So if by now you haven't got a mask, we got some for you that you might like. And maybe you didn't like the other mask, but we got some. We got some masks, so mask up. Because apparently this ain't going nowhere. People out there getting sick. Nobody wanted to be sick. So mask up, put on some masks. And if you don't like some of the other ones, check out what we got. We got some unique designs, unique sayings. You'd be like, hey, I want my I want my mask to say something cool. We got you. So go with the existing pictures out of the store. Get a mask, face shield, protect yourself. Because apparently, Rona still want to try to cause some drama. It's almost over, Rona. You're going down. We made some progress. You're going down. But right now, you ain't going down. You're still fighting a little bit. So we're going to have to protect ourselves while we're waiting for Rona to fail. Because the Rona will fail eventually. But right now, protect yourself. Get some masks over to the pictures out of the store. 
along with some other stuff. You know, if you, if you already got a mask, you already got tons of masks, we'll get you a t-shirt. Get you a poster. Get a, the pens, pencils, envelopes, I think some envelopes, postcards. Coffee mug, whatever, a bunch of other stuff, if you don't need a mask. Anyways, click over the existing fixtures at the store, put the link below. There's always uh, discount codes, promo codes when you get there. So go check it out. It's existing the fictions has a store. Put the link below. Now let's get on with the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to do something. You need to do something. You need to do, you need to die trying this. You need to die trying this. You gonna do it? Die trying. Try, die trying. <laughs> That's the name of the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Disco is Die Trying. I believe it's episode number five, I think. I think it's five. But the name is Die Trying. And in this episode, our crew Discovery finally makes it back to Starfleet. They finally connect with Starfleet. After 900 and some years, they finally reconnected with Starfleet. Now, you know when you reconnect with your organization after being gone for a long time, being out in the cold, now cold, but being gone. Gotta be some debriefs. Gotta be some debriefs. So they make it back, they connect with the Admiral, and say, hey, bro. We need to do some debriefing. We need to find out what's going on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta look at this information, see exactly what's happening. Cause a lot's gone down since you've been gone, Discovery. We have no record for you, Discovery. This is all we this is all weird situation. We need we need to 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 look into this a little bit more. We trust your discovery. But you guys look where we're sitting, man. We don't we don't have enough information. We gotta figure something out. So the Starfleet new the, the new Starfleet puts the discovery guys to a test basically says okay go do this and then then you're in i mean they don't say that but essentially the episode's like here's this test go do it then welcome home right that's basically the whole episode so a lot so they so they have to go on a little mission kind of to prove their merit to the new starfleet i'm gonna call them the new starfleet because they are the new starfleet and discovery's the old starfleet they're all starfleet but i'm gonna just call them the new starfleet from here forward so they gotta prove their worth. They gotta recruit, prove themselves to the new Starfleet, and they do that in this episode. And I can go into the, the, the specifics of the mission and, and everything else. That's the main plot of the story. But there, but there, there's really one scene, or a couple scenes. There's one, one of the, the B plot, I believe, that really interests me. If you don't know by now, basically, one of my favorite characters in Star Trek Discovery is Giorgio. I find her so interesting, fascinating. I like the way she thinks. I th- I think like her a little bit, a l- not, not to that level. Don't get me wrong, I'm not evil. I'm not horrible. But a little bit, I think like her a little bit in some ways. Probably, I probably lean that way more than the star. Just just to have it lean that way a little bit. Just, just my regular thought process. I, I find her very interesting very great character i know a lot of people do i see in the net a lot of people like her like her character i hope they make that section 31 show because she could be fantastic in it but anyways there's a scene in there where they're debriefing georgia georgia gets debrief now you can debrief all the other debrief all the other starfleet personnel all the other discovery guys and you can probably do it a conventional way you can debrief them debrief them conventionally but georgia she's another beast Giorgio is is superb with the intricate moral 
gymnastics. I made a song title that actually, <laughs> but there's a quote where um, last season where uh, Michael's referring to some Section 31 guy, and see those are great intricate moral gymnastics, and basically Giorgio is good at talking. Honestly, with that, she's good at talking. She can maneuver her way through conversations very well. She's highly intelligent. But the great Giorgio, who usually outwits everybody in the room, everybody in the room she deals with, she can talk them in circles. She's she's so good. But Giorgio finally met her match. Finally, when she's getting debriefed, she 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 interacts with these holograms a little bit. But then the real action begins when she talks to the real guy in the room. I think his name is Kovic, Kovic, right? And they never reveal exactly what Kovic does or who he, what, what's his, what he is or whatever. But I have a feeling he may be Section 31. Uh, that's my thoughts. But, but in, in, their, in their interaction between Kovic and Giorgio. And by the way, Kovic is the one and only David, David Cronenberg, who's a very well-known director. And he played that role superbly. My favorite scenes in the show, that the whole show was great. Don't be wrong, it was all good. My favorite scenes was the was the the play between Kovic and Georgia. It was so good. Cronenberg was good. I don't know if we're gonna see him again. I hope so because he was great. Oh man, he played he played it so well. He's so good, man. But anyways, in in those scenes, like. Giorgio asked the COVID, she's like, who really runs it? Who's really running this place? Right? She cause she gets the sense that maybe the Admiral they meet at the beginning, I can't remember his name. The one that the rest of the Discovery crew interacts with is the guy that calls the shots. But Giorgio being the smart Terrence she is, she's like, I'm not necessarily buying that. Who's really calling the shots? And I don't even think Kovic is calling the shots. Kovic may just be a a underling for the guy that really calls the shots, right? Who was the guy that called the shots and called the shots? I don't know. But um, after watching Die Trying, episode five, I think it's episode five, I was wondering, like, is Star... Because when they leave the episode, you make you feel like, hey, welcome to Starfleet. Back to Star Starfleet. It's the new Starfleet, but it's like, you know, it's still the Starfleet we know a little bit, so get the kind of vibe again. But, but after watching the episode... And after seeing the interplay between Giorgio and Kovic, I can't be 100% positive that is it Starfleet we know? Is it? Is it? Is it? I don't know. And that leads me to what I'm talking about next. I have a theory. I call this theory the Hulk Hogan theory. And I don't want this theory to be true. I hope this is not true. I do not want this theory to be true about the show we're watching. But I'll put it out there because I felt a little uneasy. After watching Die Trying, it's a tad bit, a little bit of doubt cast in there. And maybe that's because I do think like Giorgio a little bit. If you ever, and I call this the Hulk Hogan theory because if you ever watch wrestling, well, first of all, let's say you never watch wrestling. Hulk Hogan is a very well known pro wrestler who was very popular in the 80s. And if you watch wrestling, you probably know where I'm going with this. But if you haven't, I'll explain it. So basically, Hulk Hogan is a very well known, uh, Wrestlenades. And maybe some of you guys don't know what the name, but I get I bet you if I showed you a picture of Hulk Hogan in his prime, in his outfit, like, oh I know that guy. But it was just a very prominent, well-known wrestler for a long period of time. 
and he was always known as the American hero, the good guy, the baby face, just the good dude, right? No matter how long his wrestling career went on, he was always the good dude. He was always that nice guy. He was always the guy that stood up for the little guy. He was, he was the, he's the real American. He's a, I am a real American. He's that guy. But for a long time. And then one time, then, then one time, back in the 90s, we're talking like 90, was 97? I want to say it's 97. I could be 97, 98. I can't remember. If this is my beer. I can't write it. Look it up. I think it's not. I want to say 97. Whatever it was. It's sometime in the 90s. Late 90s. Hogan came to the ring. And in one of the, one of the pay-per-view. I think it was a pay-per-view. And Hogan was coming down there to save the day. Hulk Hogan was coming down here to save the day. And for decades before that, you could count on Hulk Hogan saving the day. Hulk Hogan saved the day for decades. American flag, uh, yellow shorts and trunks. He was saving it. He was the hero. He was the baby face for so many years. And then one night in the late 90s, it all changed. One day in the late 90s, Hogan just threw all that out the window and he became the bad guy. He became the heel for a decade, maybe decades. He was not that. He wasn't way in his early career, but for the most part, he's a good dude. And then one day he just changed and shifted to the bad guy, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. One night, it all changed. Hogan wasn't the Hogan he used to know. Hogan wasn't the hero. Hogan wasn't the real American. Hogan was an a-hole. <laughs> I did like the I did like that that the arc it was very good. NWO actually have a couple shirts that say NWO. That's the faction he was part of. He he formed. He was part of and created the. NWO, he's known as Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And he was an AO, he's a bad guy, right? So where I'm going with this, what after 900 years of being that federation we know, the federation that saves the day, the federation that looks out for the little guy, the federation that you know for sure is always gonna be there to help the little guy, no matter, they may be small, they may be 32 worlds, they say 32, 33 worlds. They're all they got, but they're always going to be that hero, right? What if Star Trek Discovery, one of the episodes, the big reveal is that basically Starfleet, Hulk Hogan people, Starfleet wasn't the good guy no more. Starfleet was actually the bad guy. Starfleet flipped. Starfleet was now horrible. What if that happens? What if that's going to go down? What if the big cliffhanger reveal to some episode two-parter is that it's gonna be a shocking it's the best of both worlds back in star trek the next generation it'd be a shocker cliffhanger it would be a shocker i totally hope that's wrong but just a few years back in the real world the united states of america was going a certain direction certain way a certain way there's no way it could go different we're in a certain space the past years before brought us to a certain place certain ideas and ideologies and in 2016, the flip script was flipped. Regardless of where your political ideologies sit, you could say there's a significant shift in the political landscape in 2016. No matter what side of the fence you sit on, right? It was a shocker to some people. Shocker to a lot of people. Not some, but a lot. And it's so to, 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 to just in the, in the vein of the real life and the, 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 the Hulk Hogan switching sides, Will Starfleet make that change. I so hope that this is all wrong.
I do not want it to be true. I don't. I, I don't, shouldn't even put it out in cyberspace. But this has already been written. The, the, the writers already wrote it. They already filmed it. I have no, no sway in this. But just the way my mind works, the way to think about things. I saw the episode. I, that, that, I ran through that thought process about this episode. It's very possible. Hopefully not. So hopefully my Hulk Hogan theory does not come true in this ser- this episode, this season. I so hope this is the Starfleet we love. I so hope it's the Starfleet that, that, that despites morals and principles. It's Starfleet we all know and love. I hope. But time will tell. So yeah, that's what I got out of Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Die trying episode 5. This episode 5. That's what I, that's that's my perspective. You want a unique perspective? You just got it. Alright, so that's my unique perspective. I die trying. And I wanted to move into one last thing before I sign off. That we're already 17 minutes. We'll keep going now. All saws on YouTube this week. So you know I had to watch Star Trek Discovery, of course. And I watched a little bit of YouTube. And when I was on YouTube, I saw these bodybuilding women. Women that bodybuild. I saw a few videos, now well, actually quite a bit, of women bodybuilders. And let me tell you something about some of these women bodybuilders. They had massive arms, right? Their arms were so massive. Some of these videos, these ladies training. Oh my gosh, their guns, their arms were massive. Now, I put a lot of work in the training space day in and day out. It's a little bit of weights. I've talked about so many times. Back work, battle ropes, lepticals, yoga, etc., 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 dance, all this, all this stuff. Tons of work. I'm shaping and honing my frame, my body, right? I can think I'm a decent, decently fit guy. But these female bodybuilders, you talk about Hulk Hogan earlier, with the talk about Hulk Hogan. Well, Hulk Hogan was known for having 24 inch pythons, right? It means like 24 inch arms, right? 24 inch pythons. Some of these women bodybuilders, I'm pretty sure they had 24 inch pythons. It looked like it. They were massive. They were massive. And then once I watched a few, I just kept watching these ladies with massive arms training. It was very entertaining. I was like, oh my gosh, these ladies are killing it. The shoulders, the arms, the chest, the legs, they were just massive women. Now, I've seen a lot of guy bodybuilders over the years, of course. We've all seen those guys. They're these massively huge dudes. And it's not, it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, the actor. It's the guy who's the rock, right? We've seen these guys. They're huge. It's, don't get me wrong. It's cool. I appreciate it. They're big, big, strong people, right? But it's not as impressive as seeing a lady with these huge arms because generally walking around in real life. I'll see some guys every now and then that look like the dudes in the pictures in the, in the, in the movies, right? Big, massive arms. But it's pretty rare you see a woman, at least where I'm at, maybe where you're at, maybe. Where I'm walking around in, in the, my part of the world, the Midwest, you don't normally see ladies walking around with massive arms. It's pretty rare. So seeing these ladies on the tube, YouTube, with these massive arms, it's just great to get watching them. It's like, all oh, these massive arms, oh my God, it's great. And they inspired me. I was like, I gotta, I gotta do more training in the gym. My arms ain't looking that massive. <laughs> I'm, atti- I'm intimidated. Not really. Of course, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, that's all I want to talk about this week. I just want to talk about Star Trek Discovery, Die Trying, The Hulk Hogan Theory, and ladies on YouTube with massive arms. <laughs> so thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you. Failure is not fatal. Only failure to get back up is John C. Maxwell. Until next time, it's the Captain Peace.
The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flex. Flex.